0: It's Halloween time. The time for leprechauns, banshees, pixies, and hobgoblins to hold their annual powwow. Yes, and the old witch rides through the skies on her broom. Ah, uh, uh, not this year, Lena. But this year she streaks across the Milky Way with her knobby knees buckled into Bob Hope's toothbrush. There she goes. But how would the witch get to know Bob Hope? She accepted a blind date with him, the poor soul. Sounds very romantic. Bing, I'll bet your kids have great plans for Halloween. Yes, but I nipped them in the blueprint stage. (laughs) Oh, why don't you let them go out and have a little fun? Fun? (laughs) On Halloween, that demolition gang of mine makes a flock of termites look like a busy little builders. This year, they're going to settle for a jack-o'-lantern, that's all. Have you got a pumpkin yet? No, we're just going to stick a candle in Brother Everett's mouth. He lights up very easily. (laughs) But I must say that Halloween has done much to advance the American way of life. A joyous season and a welcome date on our calendar.
1: here it's finally here it's october and this is the every day is halloween podcast what is up everyone horror guy can here here to chill you to the bone and get you spooked this year uh i have tons of giveaways a lot of news uh reviews and just a lot of really cool stuff this year uh and I'm, there's not really gonna be an interview this time around but it'll just be a lot of fun so uh, let's let's kick it off right now with bill buckman and this is night before halloween
0: Of the night before Halloween and all through my house Not a monster was stirring, not even a mouse Igor was snuggled all safe in his bed He lay there so still you'd think he was dead The bats were all hung around the chimney with care Hanging there planning which people to scare And racked in his coffin, and I, my lab creating a monster still warm on his slab. When all of a sudden I heard such a clatter, I ran from my lab to see what was the matter. I ran to the chamber, quick as a flash. There were my monsters doing the match. Broke up the party and put them away And told them to rest, for tomorrow's their day When all of a sudden the clock struck thirteen And Frankenstein yelled, it's Halloween Up Igor, Dracula, out of your bed Let's go downtown and wake up the dead And as the whole gang started off in the night I heard them all singing. Happy Halloween to all. And, and to all a good ride. <laughs> Wake up, sleepyheads! It's body time. Rock and roll will never die. At least not this Halloween. you heard of raising spirits from the dead by incantations, right? Yes. I, I did that by playing the record backwards. You're kidding. Sammy Kerr. He's a rock and roll nightmare. I am a big fan of yours. I've got all your records. Shut up! you the babe. The babe is you. This message is meant for me. How can you listen to this stuff? Rock, roll, rock it home in the hey, Shut it up! up. Rock, and roll, rock it up in the What have you done to your stereo? I wanted a new one. Sammy Kerr. His fans won't let him die. He won't let them live. Uh! Be loyal to your hero. Make it turn on you. Trick or treat. Looks like we better check out the party punch.
1: And I'm back to give you guys some really rockin' Halloween news. Man, I really gotta stop punching my hand every time I talk. Because then he just picks up on this mic that I got. It's a nice, new, brand new mic. So it's way better. I can pick up all the acoustics in my place. All the haunted, creaking, and uh, maybe werewolves under the couch. Is that where werewolves would stay? I'd imagine they would sleep on your couch uh, and never never get up. You know, maybe if they just didn't look outside and didn't see the full moon, they'd just stay a werewolf that sleeps on your couch. Actually, it doesn't seem... Like, that's a horrible thing um no i don't like fur yeah fur sucks on couches all right so here's some really fun news let's go into uh halloween at high noon the guys that support us here at Everyday's halloween podcast um have supplied us with all the music that we put in the backgrounds and the news and all that stuff really great guys uh, their new album Decay just hit on, uh, their website. So go check out Halloween at highnoon.bandcamp.com or amazon.com. Uh, you can pick out their new album there. Uh, plus their backlog of really awesome, uh, Halloween songs and mixes, just like the song you're hearing right now. So, uh, definitely go get that, check that out. I also want to mention another uh, sponsor of the show uh, Luna Moon's Vintage Jewelry. This stuff is friggin' awesome. If you go to a horror convention, maybe around America, maybe I would say in the East Florida, Georgia area, uh, she's been doing a lot of really cool uh, jewelry, custom stuff. Uh, I'm talking like Haunted Mansion next with Creature on the Black Goon. There's even like a new 11 necklace that has like a waffle with the number 11 on it. Um, Hocus Pocus stuff. Uh, Beetlejuice, Alien, the list goes on and on Really cool original pieces All for a decent price So uh, go check out her Etsy page That's etsy.com Backslash shop Backslash littlemoonvintage uh, And is there any other uh, oh, I get out right now? Midnight Syndicate uh, They're doing the zombie uh, Soundtrack I don't know if you guys ever played zombies You have to say zombies like that Because there's three exclamation marks behind it um, yeah, they have, uh, finally done the, uh, like, a soundtrack for that, that board game, so it'd be pretty cool if you set up with your friends and play zombies, uh, and you get all your tiles down and your characters, you can play this thing, and it has, you know, a lot of intense chase music, uh, you'll may hear a little bit of that in the show as well tonight, we must all escape to the helipad, um, that's a, I guess not really a quote from the game, it's just what you have to do all the time is get to the rooftop where there's a helicopter pad to get the F out, uh, so anyways... Yeah, so a lot of really cool stuff. We also, like I said earlier, have some giveaways this episode. A lot of really cool stuff. But let's just jump right into news. Like actual horror movie news that I report, not promos. The Hollywood Reporter reported today that Dave Callahan, uh will be working on the new Wolfman for Universal Pictures. He will be writing it, actually, not directing so much uh he worked on films like all the expendable films uh he wrote the godzilla film that just came out um and also the uh jean-claude van damme uh or i guess jean-claude van johnson uh series that was on amazon so it looks like they're going for more of a fun kind of tongue-in-cheek version of the wolfman so getting that i guess franchise of the gothic beauty that could be the wolfman it will not happen it'll be more of like a fun uh, adventure franchise with Tom Cruise And, and all these uh, Crazy giant actors So that's a thing you Want some other uh, Really weird Odd casting news uh, So apparently Jason Momoa is pegged to play Eric Draven in the Crow remake um, First of all I don't think the Crow Needs a remake Hell have you seen the sequels of the last Crow movies With Edward Furlong Like that series needs to stay dead uh, Dead as a Lee no, I'm sorry. I did not mean that. I did, hey, 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 easy, easy. Uh, yeah, no, I love the original Crow film uh, just as much as everybody else does. Uh, Brendan Lee was an amazing actor. And what they did in that film was was lightning in a bottle, I felt. Uh, you know, it was based off the 1989 comic, uh, the same name. And it's it's one of those things where it's, it's, it's fine where it was at. Just leave it as it is. This new one... It just sounds like it's it's going for a cash grab. Kind of like a lot of Jason Momoa's uh, choices in films, but hey, that's an agent choice. Reverting back to old monster movies, you can go to Walmart and pick up your own monster movie for 11 bucks, including Bride of Frankenstein, Frankenstein, Wolfman, Dracula, The Mummy, Phantom of the Opera. They all look lovely, beautiful. Uh, If you want to get these on Blu ray and you didn't want to buy the Universal Monsters uh, collection, this is a great way to grab one Blu ray, uh, whatever your favorite is, or one you've just been wanting to like uh, randomly go to Walmart, grab a pumpkin, and get a movie. Sounds like a good night right there. I don't know if any of you backed the Friday 13th uh, video game or not. Uh, I know it was supposed to come out October of this month, and with it almost being half over, just like my podcast, it hasn't come out yet. And uh, people were speculating, and then... So the, uh, the, the company of the game came out and said, you know, well, of course we're going to be delaying it. Uh, it's going to be coming out in summer of 2017. Um, but if you know, if you initially put some money towards, uh, I think it was Slasher Volume 1 Summer Camp, it's what the, the game starts with. Obviously, they'll have Volume 2, Volume 3. Maybe there's a city. Maybe Jason goes to uh, New York will be in that. That would be kind of weird. Or even Jason goes to space. I really hope so. Jason space was amazing. Uh, but right now, uh, if you got it for PC, they're going to give out four codes for that, uh, for original backers. So you can play it this October. Uh, so that's really cool for backers. They'll get four codes and good friends. They can try it out. If you're, like, really thirsty for the game right now, you can play Dead by Daylight. And in Dead by Daylight, they just got the rights for Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. Obviously, you play as Survivors and you play as the killer. so it's really cool that you can play as uh, both these characters, including a uh, Haddonfield map, which I think is freaking awesome. I can't wait to, to jump into that one. So look for that soon. Uh, also, I don't know if you guys ever go to SpaceDragonCast.com. Space Dragon Cast is my website uh, for my other podcasts that I do, which is more sci-fi uh, gaming news. Um, but uh, there is a Every Day is Halloween section of that page And I post a lot of my news posts Right there that go to all the social media sites So go check out Spacedragoncast.com uh, Backslash Every Day is Halloween podcast uh, And you can go check out Some really cool stuff so, Or just go to Spacedragoncast.com You can find your way around there anyways uh, But we did a Let's Play uh, Me playing uh, Dead by Daylight Which is a lot of fun I did a lot of the 80's costumes that are in it Uh, so you can check it out on the YouTube page. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now, playing with bright colors doesn't really work being in, uh, Camp Crystal Lake and Jason coming after you. It's, it's, it's a bad combination. Um, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, going back to, uh, the Friday 13th game, at least they said that there's going to be a, uh, first player mode. Something you can do by yourself, which is, uh, I think that's a pretty cool little, uh, extra tidbit so if if it's getting delayed at least it'll be a first-person mode well worth it um so yeah it'll be coming out sometime soon Uh, it'll retail for 60 bucks uh summer 2017. speaking of my halloween video game obsession uh i haven't had no time to play uh costume quest one or two i feel like that's gonna be a thing in the past because it it takes a little while to play those games and things like the uh halloween terror Comes to a game like Overwatch, where I'm now obsessed with collecting all these Halloween sprays and, of course, skins. Uh, I can get a Frankenstein outfit for my Roadhog, uh Junkenstein for Junkrat, uh, along with a really cool Mercy Witch outfit. Uh, the list goes on and on. These things are great. I'm kind of bummed that my two favorite characters, Diva and Winston, are not included in this Halloween. Uh, extravaganza which is uh junk rats nightmare is another mode that's in this very cool stuff coming out from Blizzard really happy that they're doing this for those of you who are left in the dark and haven't heard recently Joel Hodgson's Kickstarter campaign to bring back the TV cult classic mystery science 3000 that broke records uh, earlier last year is uh, gonna hit Netflix uh, Jonah Ray is going to be the host of that show. He's going to have Felicia Day on there, uh, Patton Oswalt, a lot of really cool characters. Uh, they haven't said exactly what movies they're going to be like critiquing yet, but just expect it to be that classic feel of Mystery Science Theater kind of brought into a new age. Uh, I cannot express how excited I am to have a new Mystery Science Theater uh, so much that I went out and got the uh, the collection. I had to. I had to get every episode, and now I am starting from the beginning and watching every Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode when I'm getting ready for work to when I'm going to bed. I freaking love that show. I can't wait for this new uh, new season to hit. They're filming it right now. I've already seen photographers photos. It's a thing. When it'll come out, that's to be determined. Some Walking Dead news. A little terrifying, actually. Uh, Negan's bat might be busting more than one head. Apparently, that's a rumor going around right now. We might be seeing Negan's bat. Uh, maybe he kills somebody that's not so popular in the show. We'll be like, oh, thank God. And then he goes for maybe someone that he killed in the comics. Maybe he'll go for somebody that the person in the comics loves. Who knows? Uh, but that's, that's going to premiere Sunday, October 23rd. Uh, so keep your channel on AMC all day. I'm sure they will be doing their famous Walking Dead marathon. That's it, that's news. Uh, when we get back, we'll have some reviews. But right now, here's a word from our fake sponsor. Me, Elvira, mistress of the dark.
0: I mean, here I am stocking up for Halloween. I got my steaks, got my ribs. Then when I ask the stock boy where the Coors Light is stacked, he points me to the Coors and Coors Light Halloween display, and I'm on it. Whoa, it's like deja vu. Whoa, it's like deja vu. <laughs> Look for it where you buy a beer. I shop here because they slash prices. There goes another one. Happy Halloween, darling. Do you believe the stories about the Blair Witch? All across the country, audiences are discovering the scariest movie of the year.
1: comic-con 2016 rolls around uh and a mo- little movie called the blair witch uh gets revealed gets a little uh switcheroo they thought it was going to be a different film uh then they switched the posters around and the outline was the blair witch symbol and they told people this is a blair witch movie it's already been filmed uh and it's coming out this october and fans went freaking crazy uh, i reported this on the space dragon podcast as well uh, so I was really excited to see this one. I made sure to watch, uh, the first one. I showed it to, uh, my girlfriend for the first time. Uh, and then we watched, uh, Book of Shadows, where she wanted to immediately pummel me in the face for making her watch Book of Shadows. I still defend Blair Witch, Book of Shadows. I think it's a fun 90s romp. Yes, it's not the best, but, uh, it, it holds a special place in my heart. Um, so... Then comes time to go see The Blair Witch in theaters. This is the uh, direct sequel, technically, from the, the first one. It's the brother of, of the girl from the first movie that went missing. She, He's waited all his time, he's grown into a man, and now he's going to go out with uh, some of his friends and naysayers, which is very weird, uh, to go get The Blair Witch. Now, this is one of the reasons uh, I did not like the movie so much. His friends, they all fucking suck. He hangs out with a guy that's a very big pessimist that helped him look for his sister back in the day when they had the entire town out looking for him. Uh, They think that nothing really happened supernatural-wise, but he's still holding true. Uh, They run into some ragamuffin uh, Blair Witch fanatics uh, that maybe seem a little off, and you know what happens. Scary things happen in the woods. Now, I think that it was a good direction that they went in. Uh, I really like doing these kind of things where it's kind of how Star Wars Force Awakens did it where it's it's a remake but it's not a remake but you're hitting on tones uh that made you remember the films. Obviously, Book of Shadows was like a different kind of movie. People wanted another Blair Witch film. They didn't want a film within a film kind of thing. So, this movie did a really good job with something like that. Now, I felt the movie was a little rushed towards the end. Uh it, they now mute this part if you don't want a spoiler. It's not really a huge spoiler. But you do see a monster. Now we don't know if it is the Blair Witch itself or it's a creation of it. There's a story that they tell earlier on in the store in the movie about how the witch was had its arms and legs elongated uh, as a torture, and uh, this big thing stomping through the woods. That's this long, slender thing, and it was weird to see something like that in the Blair Witch. I feel that if they're going to go the route of showing something, they really need to do something terrifying. Now, uh, I posted this on our social media page, uh, McFarlane back in the day, this is Todd McFarlane, uh, the guy that does the action figures. He made a really cool, uh, Blair Witch figure that had this valence over, uh, her face, and she carried this long, like, looking hatchet, and was like almost wooded, and it was so freaking cool, and that's... That's what the Blair Witch should be, but don't even show her fully. Just get blinks and really shots of her and really make us terrified to be in the woods. Um, This did a lot more of what the first movie did uh, with the the symbols in the air. Um, So yeah, wasn't too pleased with the new Blair Witch. But I'm probably going to give it a sad 3 out of 10. Uh, So check it out if you want, but I don't advise it. Now I'm going to review some clown horror films here real quick, uh, but before I do, I'm sure you all have heard about the 2016 clown sightings happening all over the world, uh, from the UK to Mexico to Canada to the United States, even Europe and Australia and New Zealand and Latin America. It seems like everybody is getting into the uh, terrifying clown craze, which I feel like has always been a thing. Uh, people are just now recording it, and it's Pretty much Halloween time, and even before, like when it was a month or two beforehand, stores were still selling makeup and stuff. So it's way easier to get this stuff and creep the living shit out of people. Um, now, by mid-October 2016, they have been reported uh, in over 40 to 50 U.S. Uh, states, nine out of th- 13 provinces and territories of Canada, and 10 other countries, like the ones I named earlier. Um, now, there are certain things. Uh, that have led to arrests. Some people were cited or uh, uh, arrested to, for like making violent clown threats to schools, and some clown incidents involved robberies and assaults on children and adults in Pennsylvania. So that's not cool. Like, there's a big difference between just going around and scaring the shit out of people for like, you know, shit some giggles, shiggles. Um, like stand there and just be creepy. Like yeah. Don't approach somebody, because uh, you can get shot or, or stabbed that way, but I feel like it's totally fine to just kind of, like, be creepy somewhere in the right place in the right time, and you should just kind of know that, I guess, I uh, yeah, crazy clown assholes, um, so, that's, that's, that's kind of what's going on right now, I think it's, I think it's fun, uh, let's keep it fun, let's don't keep, let's don't get shot or stabbed, let's not approach people getting into their cars at night, um, yeah, right place at the right time. Don't be stupid. Uh, let's move on to uh, a film that came out not too long called, called Clown Town. This town
0: used to be a train hub years ago. It was a nice place to live. Before the big wreck. After that, there wasn't much to it. There wasn't much sense in sticking around, you know. The jobs left. Folks soon followed People that stay, they mostly just keep to themselves. Hello?
1: What about the clowns?
0: The clowns. Clowns are like a... Like a pack of dogs. Ghosts. on this town for years. Some people think the clowns don't exist.
1: Well, they do. Clowns do exist. Uh, This one came out on uh, October 4th on demand and in theaters on September 30th. Directed by Tom Nagel. Written by Jeff Miller. This one is a group of friends get stranded in a seemingly abandoned town and find themselves stalked by a gang of violent psychopaths dressed as clowns. Yes, it's pretty much as straightforward as you can get kids on a road trip that are all very too stupid uh, to figure out the warning signs just to get the fuck out, separate, get out of there anyway in a certain way, but instead try to take over the killer clowns in this area. Now there's only two really cool killer clowns, one's a big bald guy, the other guy has the creepiest smile in the world with long hair. They look disturbing, they look very creepy, uh, but it's it's one of those stories that it, it's, it falls way too short. Um, just the acting is a little bad, the, 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 you know, the cameras are a little amateurish here and there, uh, lighting is completely fine, I'll give the gap for that one, two thumbs up there, uh, but the movie itself is kind of a mess, uh, but I will give Clown Town this, it is not as much as a mess as Rob Zombie's 31.
0: I bid you welcome, O nameless and numbered ones. Tonight, we are going to play thirty-one. What is thirty-one? Pray tell. Ah, well, thirty-one is war, and as the old saying goes, war is hell.
1: Now, yes, that was a clip from the movie, uh, not the one that I want to play for you. But I'll play you a different one here in a second. Now, the thing uh, that I feel that Rob Zombie's Thirty One missed was character. Uh, You have a large slew of characters that probably, you know, Rob sat down and designed these really intricate, neat-looking characters. Midget Nazi uh, clown to two clown brothers with chainsaws to, uh, happy girl slutty clown to, uh, big huge clowns, short clown, like, there's just all these different clowns that could have really cool backstory character, um, I think it's that John, like, that Rob Zombie copying John Carpenter thing where he, like, doesn't want to give any backstory because it's, it's more mysterious, unlike he did in Halloween where he gave all the backstory to Michael Myers, uh, he kind of takes the characters from the Devil's Rejects. And has them getting hunted by killer clowns, as if those were the killers from Devil's Rejects. Um, a lot of beats from his past films. This one's a lot of, um, of the house, house, corpses mixed with, uh, Devil's Rejects mixed with Lords of Salem. Now, I liked Lords of Salem. I thought it was a really cool, uh, branch off for Rob Zombie to try something different, not as redneck, not as dirty. Um... And I thought it, he did a good job. I thought I got a lot of shit for what it was, even though there are times it does get a little, uh, horrible. Unlike, uh, you know, something like Devil's Rejects, where it had heart and it had feeling. Even Housewives of and Corpses, as music video Rob Zombie as that could get, it kind of was pushing something, even in those final edit stages. This one, it's just vulgar for vulgar's sake, and let me just play you a clip. Yeah. God. Oh, God
0: damn! We ain't got a fucking thing to worry about this year, brother. Look at these sorry sacks of wasted meat shit. Do we have your attention now, motherfuckers? You know that? Well, I think they already pissing in their pants. Oh, yeah. Now, you think you got one over because you took out that little shot glass bitch sick head. Well, he ain't worth a shit. The only thing he's good for is shooting out of a fucking cannon. And I don't see a fucking cannon. Do you see a fucking cannon?
1: No cannon.
0: So that means you killed half a man. Oh, well, and it took five of you to kill a little itty bitty baby. Oh, shit. Oh, hello, ladies. <laughs> I am all mad and I'm coming for you. <laughs> oh, we're going to fuck all your holes. Count yourselves, Lucky. You got fucked by the best!
1: Ah! Yeah, it's, it's just a lot of that. Uh, there's also montages with Sherry Moon and the survivors of the movie uh, or the, the the heroes of the film quote-unquote uh, that kind of harken back to Devil's Rejects. It's just laughable because it doesn't have the same uh, story development as, as the Devil's Rejects did. This is just kind of like, just here are some characters. We're not going to give you any background. Just Uh, care about them, please. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. Uh, yeah, and then the vulgarness just kind of just overgoes itself and just becomes ridiculous at times and is not even amusing. Um, it's just kind of gross for gross sake. And it's sad because I thought Rob was, uh, was doing good creating films. So, you know what? They all can't be great. This is just kind of a flop for him. Um, I'm sure he'll do something good next time. I really hope he picks up his old, uh, film that he was going to do called Tyrannosaurus Rex about a wrestling I guess it was a wrestler, it was a family man that was a biker that took his family on the road and then uh, devil worshippers go to kill his family and kidnap them and he has to get them back that sounds like a lot more fun concept than killer clowns, kidnap some people in the 70s on Halloween and try to kill them just saying so yeah, a lot of killer clown movies that have come out uh, this, this past season including Eli Ross Clown um, and some other ones that I've been kind of chatting with friends with off and on, and, uh, it's already a dead genre, man. People were saying, we don't have enough killer clown films. There's a reason. They're not that great. Uh, even Stephen King's It. I mean, it was a made-for-TV series. It had a lot of problems. Now, yes, we did get a picture of the new kid that's playing It. Uh, he looks like a, like a, a, a porcelain doll, I guess. I don't know. It, it looks like whatever. I mean, they could do a good job, please. I mean, anything can be better than the the uh, the other film. The best thing about that film was Tim Curry when he was even on screen. Instead, uh, we had to look at it. Seth Green's little peanut yeah. head. Um, yeah, so. I'm giving Rob Zombie's 31, 2 out of 10 for kind of awful. Two more reviews after this, but first, Oingo Boingo wants to make sure that no one lives forever.
0: Halloween fun and easy. One stop shopping at Woolworth or Woolco for your Halloween needs. Costumes from $1.83 to $3.99, like Six Million Dollar Man, Bionic Woman, Superheroes, Batman, Superman, Spider Man, and a new favorite for girls, Holly Hobby. You can get wrapped candies of every kind, bubblegum, lollipops, fun size candy bars. Get this Halloween record, sounds to make you shiver just $1.89. Make Halloween fun and easy. Make just one stop at Woolworth or Woolco. Don't check your dial, folks. You didn't tune into Transylvania's public access station. No, sir. Tonight is Halloween. Halloween is Satan's night, the night of the devil.
1: Reporter Frank
0: Stewart has a special Halloween treat in store for viewers tonight. He'll be leading a group of paranormal experts to the infamous Weber House. Do you know what happened here in the Weber House? Some people got killed. Their son went haywire.
1: Frank Stewart and his team of experts will conduct the first ever live on TV seance.
0: Evil works in mysterious ways, Frank. It's unpredictable. Are there any spirits in the house? It's scary. <laughs> that, that, that's far out. That far up. Something strange going on in this house,
1: animal mutilation, paranormal
0: disturbances, devil worship, wait whoa hold on, this is not staged, hello, is this the work of the devil, folks we are going where no camera crew has gone before, father perform the exorcism, this is not some Halloween prank, the grisly evidence of the supernatural is real, we'll be right back. You're watching the WMUL Halloween Special. Happy Halloween, everybody! Happy Halloween! Ah! Very funny, Dan. (laughs) I I got you something. Sounds from the Haunted Mansion. Boy, moans, screams, and rattling chains. Oh, I get it. You taped your date last night. Yeah! Not would you guess? What's this? The speakers are detachable. Uh Aha! So what? So you put the speakers in the windows. And we can haunt the entire neighborhood. (laughs) I'll go get the extension cord. He's so scary. How's your costume? Oh, it's the coolest. You want to see? Yeah. Walk this way. Oh, hey! Okay. Yeah. I am going to be the Wicked Witch of the Midwest. Great. <laughs> Honey, I what? need a rag. I need a rag. <gasps> what did you do? Oh, What's it look like? God. I cut myself. Oh. You want the, the first aid kit? Yeah, you better get it. Oh, that's a lot of blood. What happened? Oh, I don't know. I was cutting some on the jigsaw, and it, it, it was kind of dull. <laughs> oh, well, let me look here. You, you're going to need stitches. <laughs> <laughs> Master. That is the sickest thing I have ever seen in <laughs> my <laughs> The Master. Trick or treat, trick or treat, trick or treat for Halloween when the pumpkin shells cast evil spells. Oh oh, your little white house turns green, your little white house turns green, your little white house turns. Green. Every ghost is a ghost if you got a witch's brew. And if you want your gate to circulate, oh, we can do that, too. <laughs> trick or treat, trick or treat, trick or treat, or treat, for Halloween. When ghosts and goblins by the sword ring the bell on your front door, you better not be stingy or your nightmares will come true. <laughs> When and the score, ring your bell or pound your door. Better not be or your
1: A few friends of mine worked on a little movie called Tales of Halloween that I reviewed last year. Uh now the four-disc uh collector set Blu-ray is officially out. It is region free. It features a DVD, there's a CD of the soundtrack on there, Uh, DVD bonus features, Uh, some really cool commentaries by the creators, Uh, and some deleted scenes you can only see on these Blu-rays. They come with collector cards. It's a really nice packaging. Uh, So if you guys have already seen Tales of Halloween, I definitely recommend picking up this hard copy, which would look really cool in your collection, and something neat to just kind of bust out every year. I gave uh, Tales of Halloween uh, a 7 last year. It's a lot of fun and needs a little bit of work here and there, but I would love to see Tales of Halloween 2 and see them kind of perfect on what they already had. So definitely check out that out now from uh, Epic Pictures. Also out right now is uh, Kevin Smith's Yoga Hosters On Demand. This is Kevin Smith's daughter, uh, Harley Smith, along with uh, Johnny Depp's daughter. And they are two clerks, Hey, go figure, in Canada... Uh, who have to basically fight these little Bratwurst men and a big uh, big demon uh, and some uh, cultists. It's very weird, very random. Um, I love all of Kevin Smith's earlier stuff. Uh, I even liked Red State. I even liked um, Tusk, believe it or not, which is part of the series. It's Tusk, Yoga Hosers, and then Moose Jaws, which is Jaws with a moose. Basically, these are the brainchild moments of kevin smith uh during his uh podcasts and when he comes up with these ideas he actually makes them fruition now let's not forget that kevin smith is smoking a ton of weed when he's coming up with his ideas so a little off the wall but he knows that he's not stupid going into it now this one i feel like he's shoving his daughter's acting down her throats a little too much i like what kevin smith does Uh, i just didn't really like where this was going and it felt a little bit much like Clerks 2 in a weird way, which was not as good obviously as the first, but I still enjoy Clerks 2. This was just almost a smack in the face of that and just kinda being stupid and not really much horror. Uh, I'm gonna give this one a 2 out of 10 for also pretty goddamn awful. I promise I have something good to say about one movie that I've seen over the summer uh, into the fall season, and that is Neon Demon. My god, what a beautiful picture. This is from uh, director Nicholas Winding Refn, and it is pretty great. If you liked uh, his last film's Drive, um, and f- there's the other one with Ryan Gosling, uh, they're, they're pretty good. They're a lot of fun, and this one has a very good stylistic look to it. Um, it's very engaging. It's very uh, pleasant on the eyes, and you want to see so much more throughout the entire film and just see where it's really going. It's one of those ones that, like, keeps you guessing. Uh, Elle Fanning does a really great job as the main actress. Jenna Malone from um, uh, the Hunger Game movies, and she was in Donnie Darko. Uh, there's even some other cameos in there that are pretty cool that I don't want to spoil for you. A lot of the models did a very good job. Uh, I definitely watched this one on Blu-ray. Everything pops, especially in 4K. Just a very beautiful film. You'll probably want to watch it a second time to see that you just kind of grasp and take in everything. Um, the, the the photography everything was on point uh, it just looks amazing and I can't wait to see more from this director uh, but definitely check out The Neon Demon out now on Blu-ray I had the displeasure of watching a movie starring Sarah Hayland, uh from the Modern Family TV series called Satanic uh, it's about a girl where terror awaits some friends after they meet a dangerous young woman from Los Angeles cult yes These kids go and mess with people they shouldn't, and they kind of break in because they want to screw up this cultist uh, store that kind of ripped them off, and they watch a girl basically uh, being held by, like, knife point, and she's naked, and they're afraid something's gonna happen. But really, uh, there's a strange twist to everything, and this girl starts following them, and she's not as uh, all there as you'd think. Uh, This one is... Uh, a special, special kind of awful. Um, that's gonna get you uh, basically a one out of ten. Satanic is pretty, pretty darn awful, and and just stupid kids that you don't care about that you want to watch get killed. Um, so I definitely do not recommend uh, Satanic. That came out in 2016 of this year. Um, oh, and I didn't even uh, rate friggin' a Neon Demon. That is definitely like a friggin' eight out of ten saying that right now, now there's one film i was looking forward to for a very long time and that is phantasm Ravenger*, the ending of the phantasm series there are some schools of thought that suggest the possibility that one could be in two places at once
0: i can't tell what's real anymore so i wonder following the tall man's path of destruction One eye out for those spheres, and the other for him. He is clearly delusional. You are not even real. You're my bad dream. Stay out of my way.
1: It really is an amazing story.
0: Epic, actually.
1: me chills uh phantasm is probably one of my top three favorite horror franchises of all time uh, it's been around almost as long as star wars has and it's crazy to think that um, the, the phantasm series is finally uh put to rest in some case uh, i know towards phantasm 3 there were some bumps in the road uh into four um but you know this movie uh which was directed by david hartman uh, not to be confused as if Don Coscarelli was working on it. He executive produced it and oversaw a lot of what went into it. Um, we got Angus Scrimm back to play the Tall Man. This is like his last role playing the Tall Man after he died. He died actually uh, a few months back. And it was very sad to see that happen. But it's really nice to know that that this is the official cap off of the Phantasm franchise. Almost as if Angus was waiting... <laughs> to finally get done with these films um the film centers around reggie who is the ice cream man from the first film who's friends with mike and 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 jody and they basically uh i don't want to spoil things for you guys but they they have to put make things right again um and we get to see some old favorites along with them back in this and it's a really good uh cap to end off everything uh yeah it's not perfect um it's you know, trying to get something where the, the escalation of that series went on a budget. Um, is pretty hard these days. And you know, they kind of did what they could with CG and, and uh, effects, but of course the CG and effects aren't that great these days, but it was enough for this film and it's a love labor for the, from the horror community I felt. Um, and who better else to get David Hartman, uh, the guy that directed uh, John Dies at the end to work on this movie. So that was really cool to see uh, things get put together and you know the ending of the Phantasm franchise is still up in the air in the sense of where uh, Reggie and the crew go um, and I won't spoil it for you I'd say go check it out if you can it's a really fun film I mean if you can marathon it this Halloween watch the Phantasm films over again and end with Ravenger, which is out now on digital demand. It's the time of the year again where fall beers come out, and we have a plethora of fall beers to go through with you guys. So let's just get down to it. Uh, but first, I want to start out with a very unique beer that I was sent all the way from Colorado uh, from my buddy Fed, who is brewing his own ales. Um, and this is the What's the Tater's Ale. He's so sick and tired of pumpkin beers being the fall beer every single year, and I can understand that to a degree. I love fall beers, but I can totally understand getting sick and tired of that taste. Um, You know, you have your Oktoberfest ales that aren't even have anything to do with that kind of uh, taste or smell. Uh, So he started something that has sweet potato in it, and not just the the seasonings of sweet potato but actually brew with real sweet potatoes um and 6.9 alcohol by volume beer uh he sent me two growlers uh one of them sadly broke in shipment uh but the other one was just fine got to drink that uh very delicious uh it's one of those beers that once it hits the tongue it's uh, it's a little it's savory more like an amber ale and then it almost kind of like levels itself out uh with the potato uh, or sweet potato taste. Uh, very delicious. Uh, I know a lot of people do when they do a sweet potato or potato ale, they try to add a little bit of marshmallow taste to that. None of that in this one. Still very delicious. So thank you, Fed, for sending that all the way from Colorado. You rock, sir. Next, we are moving on to uh, Dogfish Heads Pumpkin Beer, which is probably my favorite pumpkin ale of choice. Uh, still delicious. Still 100% just the one that gets you the most messed up every year. Love that beer. Um, that one's also uh, not so much of an amber taste that fall beers usually give off, um, but just a very rich, uh, taste without being too, uh, I don't know, like, fruity savory, because it's not a fruity beer, it's a more tamed pumpkin ale, and it's the only one that actually tastes like, has like a really strong hint of pumpkin in it, so that's why I like that one. Um, next I'm gonna move on to, uh, Wild Jacks, which has a lemon taste. Very disgusting, hated this beer. Stay away from lemon beers. Lemon should never be in beer, ever. Now let's start back with the, I guess we could say the uh, grandfather of the pumpkin beers. Uh, Shipyard's Pumpkinhead Ale has always been the classic favorite of pumpkin lovers. Now, they've always had this smash pumpkin beer uh, that they only brewed in Maine for the first couple years and it came in a growler um, and they would just sell it at their, the official shipyard place. Well, shipyards have gotten so big that they eventually uh, would special deliver them out, and then they start sending them out to certain stores. Now, every year, if you want to get a, um, a Smash Pumpkin Shipyard Ale, uh, you can do so. Well, this year's the first year that I've actually seen it in a four-pack. Uh, now, that's where I usually get my uh, Dogfish uh, Pumpkinhead uh, beers. We're uh, like a little four-packs. Four-packs are usually and say that the the beer is a little bit more alcoholic than if you got something in a six-pack. Uh, the Smash Pumpkin is 9.0 alcohol by volume, so 9% alcohol in this thing. Four of those will get you pretty toasty on an October 31st, uh, evening. So, this one, I'm tasting it right now. To prove I'm not lying to you guys. Uh, it's very rich, um... Uh, it subdues itself. It doesn't stay rich in your mouth for too long. Uh, and it's, it's delicious. I love this beer. It's a classic of mine. Definitely look for Smash Pumpkin wherever you can find uh, Shipyard Pumpkinhead Ale. So that will do it for the beer reviews for this month. Um, so keep an eye out for those. Uh, not really too big a fan of uh, winter ales. But if you guys can find some for me, please let me know. Uh, especially horror. <laughs> I know it's a very weird thing, but there are horror-themed... Christmas ales out there. I think they do revolve around Krampus. If you know of any, shoot me an email uh, that's over at um, HallowsE365 at gmail.com. I would be glad to read uh, what you guys have to say about some uh, good Christmas winter beers. But stay in the fall. Smash Pumpkinhead, uh, What's a Tater's Ale, and uh, Dogfish Pumpkin are probably my top picks for this year. So let's talk horror on tv in october uh right now we got uh the strain and that's it's on its third season right now it looks like we're only going to get one more season out of uh the strain before it ends uh that looks like the craters are coming to a and end with their story they said that we can't really do much more with it kind of makes sense with vampires taking over new york still really like what they're doing with the series even with the casting bumps from last season uh it still holds pretty well Uh, Moving into uh, The Exorcist on Fox for its very first season. Now, this is one that I was kind of just shot dead in the water. I didn't think it was going to be very good. I thought it was going to be like the Omen uh, television series that came out. I'm trying to, like, you know, ride the coattails of the Bates Motel TV series. But it is unlike any of those. The Exorcist is actually really well put together and follows the tropes of the original Exorcist. uh, Close, but not so close to where you feel like it's a... It's just taking from the film itself, and it's really kind of coming into its own. And it is quite disturbing, and I'm not just talking about gore. It is plenty gory. Um, It's just stuff that's very unsettling. Um, You know, breaking that age difference of who should make out at what age you're in. I don't want to go too much into the specifics because it kind of gross me out. But there's things like that, just really subtle things that make this series really great, keep an eye on The Exorcist. Please watch it because I would love to see more of the series uh, on television. Uh, and it's crazy. You can get rabbit ears uh, and, you know, you can get your your standard channels. Was it NBC, ABC, Fox? Uh, and Fox is one of those. You're getting, like, pretty intense stuff for free, almost. Very odd. Uh, next up is Ash vs. Evil Dead, uh, Season 2. And they up the ante. We just got the... Uh, episode where there's bodies that are cut open in a morgue and ash has to fight one of them and that's all that's all i'm going to say it gets very intense it still sticks with their story that they've been going with and i cannot praise ash versus evil dead anymore by saying it. it is probably one of the best horror comedy not even just horror television shows on tv Uh, stars was smart about picking this up and, and giving them free reign to do what they want getting great at writers, great makeup artists. Uh, I can, I cannot praise this show anymore. Please watch Ash versus evil dead. Moving on to HBO's Westworld just started its very first season. Um, if you're a fan of the original Westworld that starred Yul Brynner, uh, you'll definitely like this. If you have not even seen that movie, I still think you'll really like this. If you're a fan of Michael Crichton's Jurassic park, Michael Crichton originally wrote Westworld. Um, And to see it kind of brought into today's light with, uh, you know, virtual reality and things like that, it almost harkens to video game players. Uh, You know, do you want to play this as a good guy or do you want to play this as a bad guy? It's adding those kind of tropes. And, you know, you'll go to this theme park where you are a cowboy and everybody else around you is animatronic and it's only for you and your rich friends. Now, you can literally go into a bar, open a fire and take out everybody in the bar and just be that asshole and go behind the bar and start drinking because you paid hard earned money to do so um you can fornicate with the robots if you'd like i wouldn't put my junk in a robot to save my life but in this world it is free reign um it's it's a lot of fun really cool see where it's going it's still only on its second episode right now um but i like what i've seen so far and i'm pretty sure this is going to be the next equivalent of game of thrones for hbo Uh, Next up we have American Horror Story Roanoke, Uh, that's the sixth season in the American Horror Story line. Uh, Some of you know that I was not a big fan of Hotel, I kind of dropped off on that series uh, when it aired. And I was kind of getting just tired of the whole just, you know, over-the-top sexuality, gore, crazy camera fest that it turned into be. Uh, Roanoke is completely different, Uh, it kind of goes its own way. Um, and it kind of rides the coattails of uh, the people vs. O.J. Simpson, which was created by the same guys that worked on American Horror Story. Um, and it kind of brings things subtle, it brings them down and makes them more creepy. It's in the vein of those TV series you'd watch, like uh, Paranormal Witness, where someone's talk- telling a story and then someone's reenacting uh, that character in the story. And it's done very well. And it's very creepy, very ominous. Um, and I like where the season's going. So uh, season six is where it's at. Uh, am I leaving anything off? Uh, last but not least, Sci-Fi Channel's Channel Zero uh, just premiered. Very creepy uh, TV series. Kind of, I wanted to say it was like a Twilight Zone story, but it looks like it's an ongoing story. Um, kind of don't really know what's happening right now. Although that there's two brothers. Uh, one died earlier on. We get to see some silent flashbacks to that. The brother comes back to town to kind of figure out his. Uh, you know, like his family and where where he left off after his twin brother died. Um, And then we find out that he came out of a psychiatric ward. I don't want to spill too much of it, but there is a teeth man. A man fully made of teeth that shows up. And I don't know the context yet. It's kind of weird. So that's your TV for October. Pretty terrifying stuff. Keep your eye on these shows. Channel Zero, Ash vs. Evil Dead, American Horror Story, Roanoke, The Strain, Westworld, and The Exorcist.
0: (laughs) Wow, millhouse, that frozen black cherries turned your tongue black. <laughs> My tongue's black too. Ooh,
1: ooh, let me try.
0: Hey, Let's have let black me, tongue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this Halloween, the Simpsons are at Burger King. Now in every big kid's meal, you can get a Simpsons spooky light up. They gleam, they're a scream, and you can collect all 15 at Burger King. Wherever.
1: Man, thank God I did not know about those Burger King toys at uh, in two thousand one, or else I would have been super fat and trying to get every single one. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you very much for uh, joining me for the Halloween episode of the Everyday's Halloween Podcast. Uh, glad you guys could make it. Now, before we go, I want to mention a few things that are very important to this show and the future of this show. Uh, first and foremost. This has nothing to do with the show. I have uh, two art pieces out at the Hourglass Brewery here in Orlando, Florida. So if you're in town at all for Halloween Horror Nights or Spooky Empire or any of the stuff going on here, make sure to have a pint at the Hourglass Brewery where you can see my Godzilla piece and a Undead Cowboy piece. Spooky. Uh, Moving on. Uh, I just want to remind you guys that if you like the music that you heard tonight, go check out Decayed by Halloween at High Noon over at Halloween at Bandcamp.com, or just go to Amazon and get their album. Uh, also, thanks to Midnight Syndicate for supplying their Zombies uh, soundtrack. You can get that at Midnight Syndicate.com as well. Um, and I have three giveaway copies of Phantom of the Theater, which is an Asian horror film, on DVD. Now, I just want you to tell me... Uh, what was your favorite Halloween memory? I know we did this last year, but it was fun. I really enjoyed the answers that I got. I'm doing it again. Uh, you can get, send me these messages at hallowseve365 at gmail.com. Uh, that's your favorite Halloween memory, and you can win a copy of Phantom of the Theater. Uh, There's three copies of that, uh, and then I have three copies of Halloween at High Noon's new album, Decade as well. So you will let you pick between whichever one you want to get. Yeah, shoot me an email there and I would love to hear your guys' stories. Um, So, yeah, that's that. Uh, Make sure to also check out Monsters Are Good, which is a clothing line. That's MonstersAreGood.StoreEnvy.com And also check out Luna Moon's Gothic Jewelry. That's at etsy.com, backslash shop, backslash Luna Moon Vintage. And last but not least, to tell you guys about the ending of the show it's not really the ending or more or less a beginning uh, i'm going to be back with bloody uh, we're going to be doing a weekly horror podcast and it might be a little hard but i think we can manage it um, that doesn't mean i'm abandoning this show at all I, this is my love and labor show i get to do whatever i want on this show uh, so, this one's going to stay strong, but uh, a lot more attention might be going to that bloodydisgusting.com show. Obviously, if you're a horror fan, bloodydisgusting.com is one of the biggest horror websites in the world. I used to run their podcast there many moons ago, uh, and it'll be nice to be back uh, on home ground. Uh, sadly, Wizard World con radio is no more, uh, so I will not be affiliated with Wizard World any longer, which was a great time, but I feel like it's time to put on my horror boots and move forward. Um, with that said, I'm going to give you guys my favorite Halloween tune, uh, to leave the night, and that is Artie Shaw's Nightmare. I know it's been played to death on the show, but I'm going to play for you anyways, because it's an old favorite. Uh, happy Halloween 2016, and I'll see you all in November. <laughs>